Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah. If he can't go seven rounds, I'm not going to be with him. Girl. Firstly, you can't take seven rounds. So let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this whole idea of like, I'm cutting toxic people out of my life. I'm cutting to. What if you're the toxic person? What if it's you? What if it's you? What, what if, if this you? whole idea of like leveling up and becoming the best version of yourself and, you know, outgrowing people and suddenly you're better. What if that's just the manifestation of your pride? relationship goals can compel you into actions that are extremely unhealthy mm. understand as a consumer when you're being manipulated Ooh. this is tight hello and welcome to the two my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the two my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's episode we're going to be talking about relationship goals or relationship woes Ooh, not you being a rapper <laughs> she's a rapper we pushing p um we <laughs> <laughs> what is that i know you know what's funny i don't think that the original uh creators of such a phrase no i think it was what do, what do you call it young thug and Ghana. Mm. they don't know what it means pushing p there's been no like i've searched urban dictionary the jury's still out um <laughs> but in today's episode we are super super excited because we are going to be talking about relationship goals we're going to be talking about the perils of idolizing online relationships mm. and not just romantic relationships even platonic relationships that's oh we go in there today <laughs> but first in classic tms style we have got a ding ding dilemma i know that's right so let's get into it let's go hello ladies hello friend first i'd like to thank you for the big work you are doing I truly enjoy your podcast full of great lessons. So uplifting every single time I tune in. Please do keep it up. Oh, thank you. Tear drop, tear drop. So I am curious about your thoughts when it comes to a time in life when one knows it's time to cut certain people out of your life. Oh, not this again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> or the least limit contact with certain energy draining friends just mm. for the sake of protecting your good energy. This is specifically for those that don't evolve with you any longer the older that you get and mm. just happen to be in a different chapter in life yeah. there have been times i've tried my best to help out but yet they show little to no particular interest in looking ahead for the better mm. and seem to be stuck in that comfort zone mm. for real do you guys have any experiences with energy vampires oh god thank you again not dracula's <laughs> Did somebody say Bram Stoker up in the building? Somebody say Dracula is giving Twilight. Okay. I think this is a very interesting predicament because we hear it often, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a fair question to ask. However, Mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to kind of step back sometimes and evaluate our friendships and evaluate why we are not all ascending at the same 
pace or yeah. at this to the same place yeah um I think it's easy to get enlightened and decide okay I'm doing this with my life but I think the beauty of sisterhood and the beauty of friendship is getting to do that on a journey with someone so I think I'm gonna flip it on his head because usually I am you know and most times you'll get the advice yeah cut them off where you're going cut you it can off do it toxic alone. people gotta but get out I pose to you a different thought i i think sometimes having that conversation about where it is you were trying to go and also then inviting people to go there with you Mm. is a beautiful way to elevate your friendship but also take your friendship to a deeper level of journeying with Mm. each other Mm -hmm. and sometimes your friends aren't going in that direction not because they don't want to but maybe they don't know like Mm. we come from backgrounds where the things we grew up seeing and the things we actually ended up being very different, mm, right? Mm. Um, and there were n- not everyone we grew up with went down a similar path to us. We were very much anomalies, right? Yeah. And I think sometimes it's easy to be like, I was just the one who wanted to level up and be wise. and da, da, da. But actually, no, you were the one who were, was exposed to the alternative first, mm. most likely. Mm. And sometimes it's great to then go to your friends and be like, there's actually a different way. Like there's, there's actually... Um, there's a way to live that can make us happier, that could make us uh, more fulfilled. And I'm not coming on this condescending tip, but actually let's do this together. Cause mm. I believe that you can have it too, if you want it. Now them expressing that they don't want that life is a completely different yeah. situation in itself. But I think one of the issues can be exposure. So do your friends not want to level up, not because they're evil people, but because they just don't know. Have you tried inspiring your friends, right? Have you tried inspiring them to do more or, or be more or go on a similar journey to you? Not that you need to enforce it on them, but it, maybe they just don't know if they have the, they have that choice. Mm. Oftentimes in these circumstances, we can avoid communicating because we don't want to insult anybody. And we don't want to seem as though we're coming with, with turning up our nose at anyone or thinking we're better than anybody. But I think it's just to have a genuine conversation that, listen, we're friends. We've, we've been journeying with each other in friendship to the to this point and I want to take my life in this direction but I feel like you are resisting I feel Mm -hmm. like you are discouraging me and put words to it right explain it to them and give them examples I feel like you're you're invalidating me I whatever it may be find what your emotions are because going to your friend and being like you're an energy vampire you're gonna that's burning a bridge babe that's throwing a bomb and burning a bridge that's not even quite enough that is that's a stab in the neck like that's not it's not nice do you get what I mean Mm -hmm. and I know there's these colloquial terms that you can put to to these things like oh burn a bridge or you're you're draining my energy and your bad vibes and all of that but those things don't really mean anything especially when you say them to people you actually do care about and people who care about you Mm. right it can just be like okay what does that mean I need examples I need like I I want there to be if it was me in on the flip side, if yeah. I was the one who somebody considered bad vibes, I would want to know what did I do? Like, what did I actually do to make you upset? Because I don't want to do that anymore. And I think sometimes we look at these situations of people who might not be on the same page as us and think that they're doing it maliciously. Yeah. But that's not always the case. Most times that's not the case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think sitting down and having this conversation and being like, yo, I'm on this journey. And when you said that thing, it made me feel like I couldn't do it. Or when you, when you did that thing, it made me feel as though, um, I was small or 
what I, it made me feel insecure. It made me feel as though I should just kind of stop sharing things with you when you mm. didn't like that thing. When you, I've been reading these, but I just finished reading these, these books. Mm. Oh, child, I Empower- can't believe I finished a real book. F- <laughs> Empowered. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good book. If oh, Courtney finished it book. and she enjoyed it, a great book. Like glued to the pages, read it in like two days. Come Such on. a good book. Um, so Empowered by Vika TV. Go and read it. Go Love and buy it. it. Go and get the book. Okay, oh the book is gonna ASAP. be. A bestseller. I'm gonna need the sisters to run out because you might see some names. Ring you the might alarm, recognize. ring the alarm, ring the alarm. <laughs> it's on the reading list, but I'm reading her book and she's talking um about a time in her life. And I love that we're gonna talk about platonic friendships in this episode. Yeah, she's talking about a time in her life when her and someone she considered her best friend mm-hmm. fell out. Mm-hmm. And they fell out because of distance, and they were distancing over time because they were clearly going down two separate roads. Yeah. And she had to have this conversation with her friend mm. that said, You don't support everything that I do. And then it doesn't, and that's what makes me feel as though I shouldn't share more with you. So it's not that I'm not allowing you in, it's that I don't feel like I c- you want to be in. Mm. Putting those kind of words to your emotions helps somebody understand ah, okay, this is what I've been doing and this is where I need to change. Should they accept that? Do you know what I mean? The way they respond to it is really not your responsibility. But what is your responsibility is trying to lay it out in a way that actually um, gives them constructive criticism and allows for the friendship to be repaired if you feel like it can be. Um, So in terms of cutting off toxic people, just be careful throwing a word around that word toxic because it could just be misunderstanding. Mm. It could just be lack of communication. Um, Because I I don't want to be, especially in a sisterhood, and I've seen it happen like with different women in my life, Mm. women can change friends very often. You just jump to a new friend and I've got a new bestie, I've got a new bestie, I've got a new bestie. Not every moment in your relationships with your besties is going to be fun. Do you get what I mean? And sometimes it's going to feel like you're not going to be on the same page. That's the word so is travail. <laughs> <laughs> Tarry. Sorry. <laughs> Keep I going. You know, that. love when it's hard. And sometimes these can be indicators in our friendship that it's hard to love you right now because it feels like we're not on the same page. Mm. But do I feel like it's worth being on the same page with you? Because I think it's easy to glamorize cutting off. People are toxic. People are narcissistic. The world doesn't revolve around you and your leveling up journey. Mm. You know, sometimes it takes a clear conversation with someone to be like, I know you're not going to be, you may not be as obsessed about this as I am, but, and it may change the nature of our friendship a little bit. But let's see what the new friendship dynamic actually is now, you know, and let's be both be on the same page as that. Um, unless they are doing something which is explicitly or even implicitly abusive horrendous or horrendous, abusive. do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or malicious, mm-hmm. or they are trying to gaslight you or make you feel as though you are you are the problem here. Um, that's when you step out of a situation. That's when a situation become tox- becomes toxic. So I would want to know more about what have they specifically done. Yeah. That you that has made you label them mm. an energy vampire. I love it. That's what I'd say. Sorry, I've rambled on because I was trying to find what I'm actually. We trying need to. to say, but... In fact, I think we need to get get rid of that whole term of like rambling on because <laughs> I think you are just spitting facts upon facts upon facts. I love the fact. I think this dilemma even ties in so well into oh, this conversation. Very good. That was unintentional, baby. But you know, <laughs> we storytellers around these parts. Hashtag narrative. The last two um, have actually been really good segue right? um, dilemmas. Yeah. Right. Very oh good. God, we're really doing well over here storyboarding. Um, but no, I love everything that you said because especially what you were saying about travailing, right? Mm. I think 
we've definitely come into a generation where we're now challenging, you know, this whole idea of like tarrying on in abusive situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think sometimes in every kind of generation, we often take it to the extremes yeah. and we forget the importance of travailing in relationships, 100%. right? And I think it's also important that we often think of travailing in relationships, in romantic relationships. Mm. But when it comes to friendships, sometimes that just doesn't apply, mm. which is really interesting. And you'd think that you would want that kind of, relationships are hard yes the bottom line is relationships are hard there's no relationship that is easy at all and i understand that you know in the fulfilling relationships that you have Mm. you know we have this idea that it's meant to feel nice Mm. and joyful and happy and all that kind of stuff yes majority of the times you should be Mm. feeling you know fulfilled in a relationship yeah but much like the world things are not always going to go your way there's going to be disagreements there's going to be times when things happen at different paces there's going to be new things that life challenges um the both of you or the group of you are at the same time and this can cause misunderstandings which come under the guise of toxicity Mm. and it's like sometimes you need to as the friend really sit down with both not the person but also yourself Mm. and challenge what is it here that is actually toxic? What yeah. am I labeling here yeah. that is toxic? So I love that you also mentioned the fact that, you know, without the specific details of behavior or, um, you know, specific actions that are being done over time, yeah. it's hard to say, cut this person off yeah. because they're toxic. It's always yeah. going to be complicated. Um, and this whole idea of like leveling up in the comfort zone, because we have glamorized the leveling up that is, you know, independent. We always think of ourselves, you know, we think of ourselves as like the lone ranger going up and, you know, leaving everybody that's dragging us, (laughs) dragging us down behind when these people could be really important supporters of your journey. When I think about the time that we were applying to like Oxford and Cambridge, Mm. of course, like within our friendship groups, within our communities, this was something that was different. Yeah. But there's certain things that we could not have done if we didn't have the support of people that had no intention of going to these places. Absolutely not. And the same for like various other things that we are doing in our life, Mm -hmm. you know, like even with two my sisters, some of our, most of our friends don't have a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Most of our friends, which is good because some of y'all, some of y'all need to stop having (laughs) podcasts, especially the man there. But you guys have been beaten up a lot over the past two weeks. So we'll we'll put that one down. That's why I didn't release that TMS extra, you know. Is it? I just thought, let's wait for the, I don't want to add to the. The fire. Yeah, do you get what I mean? The fire's hot. Oh, they've been beaten over the head with the bats. Um, so we'll leave that point alone. But there are things in your life that you are going to be doing that yeah. you consider part of your leveling up journey. Yeah. Just because somebody is not leveling up with you in this specific area yes. doesn't necessarily mean they're not leveling up. 100%. It just means that their journey looks different to yeah. yours. And sometimes we need to get out of our head in thinking that leveling up always is one dimensional. Mm. As long as there is some kind of like desire for progress in the things that they're doing, or even then, sometimes we just need to mind our own business and be supportive, point blank, period. Period. Because while some of us may be ambitious, I want to be a millionaire, I want to do da 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 and it's cool, get people around you that you 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 think are within that network and within that you know realm of wanting to do that kind yeah. of stuff but it's important to diversify your 100%. friends and it's important to actually be around people who don't want that yeah. for their lives that's and not okay impose that precisely and like we have this idea of you know the average lifestyle why do you want to be average well average is nice comfortable and fine. you know what i th- i love this point so much because i was actually the 
the bad person <laughs> in that kind of scenario because I've always been a aim high and my parents have always pushed aim for the stars yeah, do this yeah, you can yeah. go far you can go far and one of the biggest supporters of my journey in life so far is my actual sister right mm-hmm. my blood sister mm-hmm. MJ is one of the biggest supporters in my, in my life mm-hmm. right and obviously grew up she's my sister um but we are very different people and for a long time I'm all like I'm a very risk taker yeah. um go for like just insane stuff yeah mj's like <laughs> no <laughs> it's like no i don't have i got i got i know what i want and mm. i'm going for that mm. and it looks very different to mine and for a long time situations would pose us against each other yeah. right these two sisters who why aren't you doing that why because mine looked the more glamorous yeah. right i wouldn't even yeah. say it looked the most ambitious i would say it just looked the more glamorous um and for her it was like that's not what i want for my life mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. she so graciously was able to support me even though for a long time people and even myself would be like why don't you try what i'm doing why don't you go on this lane and she's just like no i that's not i that's your glow and grow Mm -hmm. that's what it looks like on you Mm -hmm. my glow and grow is completely different the formula that makes my life work and flourish is completely different to yours right Mm -hmm. stop imposing this on me and it actually started to cause rifts in our relationship and those rifts could easily have been called jealousy Mm -hmm. those rifts could easily have been called comparison and sisterhood envy kind of uh, creeping in when it wasn't that at all it was not allowing both of us to flourish where we were planted Mm -hmm. that's what happens when you start to force somebody to grow where you're planted that's how weeds and entangling start forming and both of you just get choked and it was choking our relationship trying to force each other Mm -hmm. to mesh into the same lane so I love that you mentioned that because sometimes in our glow and grow journey let me just keep it a hundred let me keep it a book Sometimes we use I'm leveling up as a little bit of a badge of pride. I'm healing. I'm better than you. Oh. You, do you get what I mean? I'm glowing. You're not growing. You're not growing. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving a little bit of clique. Yeah, do, they, do they call cli- it clique? Yep, yep, um, yep. mm-hmm. And so I think it's it's important. I'm not saying this is a sister the dilemma. I'm just saying this more generally. Mm. Don't use your level, your decision to level up as a one up on your sister. Like everyone is at a different stage and also leveling up, like you so perfectly said, looks very different Different. for everybody. But yeah, sorry to have interrupted. Oh no, you're totally fine. And, um, it's actually fine to have different types of friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's also another thing. The world pits us against each other enough. Yes. We don't need to bring that kind of behavior in here at all in this sisterhood. Yeah. Yes. Work together. Yes. Encourage each other. Yes. Push each other to be ambitious, but we also need to be respectful of the fact that everyone has a different vision. Yeah. There are multiple visions within the collective vision Mm. and the collective vision is one that underpins everybody else's vision. So I think sometimes there's a balance to, we have to, to, what's the word? Traips on the, what's the thing? God, English. Yes. We have to traipse on the tight rope carefully mm. between imposing and supporting. Mm. And yeah, just this whole idea of like, I'm cutting toxic people out of my life. I'm cutting to what if you're the toxic person? What if it's you? What if it's you? What, what if, if this you? whole idea of like leveling up and becoming the best version of yourself and, you know, outgrowing people and suddenly you're better. What if that's just a manifestation of your pride? 
You know we don't Because you're not meant to level up alone. Come on. Having said that, of course, if you're seeing any abusive behavior, sis, cut that that out. Cut that out like moldy bread. Okay? (laughs) We ain't getting no blue spots here. In fact, technically, you're meant to actually throw the entire bread. Yeah, but I was about to say, that's how you you, you grow up a little bit with the struggle. Because when you you see mold, you just take the slices that have been affected. You put it in the bit. The ones that have speckles, you just pick it. You still got toast. You put it in the toaster. Those red lights kill the bacteria. Everything is fine. That's That's how how you you know that hood poverty be killing killing the poverty. Killing the people. (laughs) Call it hood poverty. When I did went to go and do um I was watching infographic show (laughs) and they were like, oh that can kill you. They said, respectfully, <laughs> if you see even a speckle, respectfully. if you see a speckle of blue, you yeah. put that thing in the bin. You know potatoes, what? if you see the green, you know potatoes Stop stop it, growing no, like Don't kill me now, don't kill me, like, don't kill me now. Yeah, you're meant to, you throw the whole, don't just cut it off, you throw the whole potato I'm literally away. dead right now. I don't understand. I'm, I'm so sorry, but those, pe- those are the pe- people who say that shop at Waitrose. i'm sorry i'm so sorry oh that's so tangential but i was talking to courtney earlier like a couple of weeks ago about the first time going to waitress oh yeah i was so like (laughs) this is overwhelming for those of you who don't live in a country that has waitress it's basically like a really fancy um grocery store yeah. like the upper end what's like the equivalent I don't in think the it, what's the state's equivalent maybe cvs mm. no but cvs is the one maybe one. like trader joe's like somewhere where like you get that fresh fruit. you get fresh it's like, it's like the market just stuff. imagine designer but food yeah <laughs> i went in there i was like wow everything is actually pretty nice yeah. it's really fresh yeah so um yeah that's how you know we be what is it growing and glowing in the grocery Lit- department we literally just entered a new tax bracket that's how you know we we are new here you don't go here clearly oh you don't go here my peanut butter is whole earth thank you very much whole earth my food is branded it's now it's actually made just from peanuts okay. that's how you know thank you we have no saturates well anyways it's bougie with don't a little bit of hood. oil fam because yeah. there's certain foods that we still know in fact, oh, majority of the food. i in was fact, so close to getting chicken and chips yesterday when i went to my mom's house but they don't be using real chickens. But that's another scandal it, I, for itself. Let's not even talk about that one. That's when a they Netflix talk, stop. That is, <laughs> that's an expo there. That's panorama. That people are going to jail for they put in that chicken that energy That is panorama. That is watchdog it? energy. There is a chicken shortage at the moment. How is it that we are getting chicken and chips for like one ninety nine? And I've been seeing less pigeons on the street. <laughs> take, <laughs> Oh, no. The pigeons ain't been out like they used to be. I don't know if they've all got to and Trafalgar listen, Square. I or... know in like certain countries you can eat pigeons, not in the UK. <laughs> the UK pigeons, they, they, what they eat is trash. Anyways, we really got off on a tangent. But um, <laughs> that is so funny. Moral of the story is go to Waitrose. No, I'm kidding. I mean, we still <laughs> go to Little. sponsor us though. Oh, Waitrose. Honey. Oh, group. oh and that. listen, we be cooking out here. Ooh. Um. Little Aldi, we still are very fond of you. Yes, in fact, of we go there weekly. Um, y'all are just the best. But there's certain I feel like there's certain items that I'm like, yeah, it's kind of just be. need something. Do you know bougie. what for me it's like ice cream? You already mm. know my ice cream addiction to Halo Top. Um, <laughs> but anyways, coming back to the 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 meat and bones of the podcast, <laughs> the dilemma. Sis, I think without specifics, we would say reserve judgment um and try to work this out as much as possible before cutting people off really think about the dynamics of your friendship really think about is it you know an ambition misalignment is it a misunderstanding or is it a fundamental friendship flaw that you can't overcome and also whilst you're doing that 
take a long, hard look in the mirror and try to understand whether your ambitions or whether the way that you view yourself, albeit, you know, we're all about being confident and going for what you deserve and what you desire, how much is this impacting the way that you engage with other people that have different ambitions to yourself? Yeah. Um, so even reconceptualizing the comfort zone, what does that mm. actually look like? What does that feel like? Um, and is there, are you imposing or are you supporting? So really asking yourself that those deep questions yeah. um, are really, really important. And we definitely, just to answer the very last bit of your dilemma insofar as um, have you had experience with energy vampires? 110%. Mm. Um, I think there's two kind of, ways of thinking of energy vampires in my opinion every relationship that you get into will not be 50 50 all the time yeah there will be periods and seasons in your life where you are going to have to carry yeah and there will be periods and seasons in your life where your friend is gonna have to carry you yeah. by the yeah, holding you by the, yeah. uh, the the tip of your hair like yeah. you're about to, to to snip off so <laughs> i wouldn't even say energy vampires i would just say that the distribution of energy mm, can sometimes fluctuate yeah because that's normal for relationships. 100%. It's about zooming out and looking at the graph when you zoom out and seeing, ah, is this, you know, being Am distributed? This whole right. Thing? Are you carrying the entire thing or not? And then, of course, there's the flat out energy vampires, the ones that, you know, the people that actually come yeah. to you because they need something, yeah. right? It's and always. I was, was going to say, the way, a good way to protect yourself from energy vampires isn't to cut people off, but it's to conceptualize your uh, friendship mm. in different boundaries yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. not everyone is gonna be your best friend not everyone is gonna be in your squad there like you except that a lot of the people you call friends are your acquaintances and, the, oh. and like a lot of us because we've mislabeled them we think they're sucking our energy no they're coming to you just for stuff because they don't want to be your friend yeah. they want to be your acquaintance they think what you're doing is cool and they and they think you're a great person and now all they want to do is come to ask you questions that's right that. for a lot of and that's that and you have to accept that you can't have that relationship with with everyone either you need some people who bring depth and pour into you as well so it's striking the balance but also calling things what they are mm. right if someone is an acquaintance if you put that label of friend or best friend or sister on them yeah. you are inevitably going to be disappointed yeah. if you're not both on the same page so feel comfortable putting people on the outer circle like just just feel comfortable with doing that they don't belong here and that's okay it's fine not everybody has to be on the inside <laughs> come on <laughs> you know when recording artists when they're about to hit the <laughs> <laughs> but sis we wish you love and a lot we of luck indeed. in this these kind of endeavors these things are not easy and they're not meant to be easy um, but we're wishing you all the best okay. and we hope that you being plugged into TMS is actually an opportunity for you to continue to be around people that don't suck your energy but are interested in reciprocal flourishing thriving friendship yes. and thriving sisterhoods yes. um, so I want to enter this conversation a little bit differently okay typically I, I love to in terms of structure I'm a structured babe um, <laughs> I like the whole you know define them online relationships mm. and all that kind of stuff what I want to start with today is is there an online relationship or online relationships that you have idolized in the past have I idolized anyone's online relationship in the past anyone you've been heavily invested in or rather any two, any I've three. Been heavily, I, okay, I used to love DK for L. Mm. But I've never, ever had relationship goals. Yeah, yeah, ever. yeah. Maybe it's because I saw a lot of like dysfunctional relationships. Mm. Or I, I saw the truth of what can happen behind closed doors. I never, 
ever have assumed that anyone's relationship is perfect or can yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Um, I just, I always had that resolve in my heart. No one's relationship is perfect. And also, even when it comes to people, I am a very realistic person. Like I am, that person has a bad side. Don't yeah. care how smiley you yeah, are. Yeah, don't yeah, care how yeah. like pos- positive and optimistic and chirpy you are on the outside don't care about your videos. I just know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because people create brands around themselves or their relationships. Yeah. But the reality of the situation is we are all human, right? Like you guys watch us, you love us, but we have flaws. We are flawed people and different people in our life see those flaws. So knowing that I could never make anyone my relationship goal because you just as flawed as I am. And Crazy. that's fine. Like that's actually okay. You mm. know, so I, but I, it, being invested in a relationship, um, yeah, like I love love. Yeah. I love watching people like happy and and I'm trying to think of like somebody who I was obsessed with, but mm. oh, it's Judy time on okay, YouTube. Nice. Her and her her husband and her kids, Benji her and the kids, her girls. Um, I was invested in them for a long time, like just watching them repeatedly. But again, like no one has ever been on a pedal store or an idol like like an or been an idol for me, I don't think. I hope mm. not. I don't think so. How about you? Nice, nice. I'll admit, I was a, a little bit late to the DK. I was late too. The, I was late too, but I'm just an obsessive kid. person. Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. But then when I, I hopped on, I was like, oh my God. DK they they were fun. Life. DK for life. It was oh, <laughs> <laughs> rock star. Um, I was invested in them and then I kind of um, stopped being invested because I just got obsessed with something new. Oh, like I, I hear it. Was I new. hear it. So they were definitely one for me. Um, I was definitely like more of a fantasy babe growing up. Ah. So I was on Tumblr and stuff like that. You'll see them images of like, like yes. those Tumblr babes with their um, tatted, um, <laughs> <laughs> their tatted counterpart with his snapback and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I used to want to, um, you know, want to be one of those babes that takes those really cute photos on the MacBook mm. with the with the tatted snapback, mm. handsome individual. Um, who else? I was, oh, is her name Chrissy? Chrissy Ann. They were a Canadian couple that mm. were doing long distance. This was back Aww. in the day, like 2000s. They were doing long distance and then they finally met in person. Aww, I was like, oh my God. But then <laughs> my heart broke when we all found out that he cheated on her. Yeah, it was tight, man. It's tight, oh, super tight. I mean, like, this is the thing. Um, after that, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I support it. Never but, again. you know, I'm not going to be Never invested because I have my heart again. broken to bits. <laughs> bits. When I saw that, I was like, damn. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say insofar as like relationship mm. goals. But yeah, I don't think I've ever looked at someone and thought, I want to be exactly like you. I, yeah, I love yeah. it. I do think there's something to be said around, like sometimes I'll see relationships and I'm like, like in the past, I'll be like, oh, this is beautiful. Mm. It, it looks like they're having a great time. Mm. I too would like that for myself. Mm. Um, but like now, as I've grown older, I've become a lot more cynical. Yeah. And like being and hearing the press all the time of this couple has just split yes. up or this couple has just got a divorce or this couple is just i'm just like ugh, i'm a little bit disillusioned right now when it comes to seeing celebrity relationships yeah. that is um and is there i'm trying to think of if there's any like friend relationships that i've seen that i'm kind of like oh i love what you guys have love it i really love the relationship between oprah and girl 
Mm. I love that. Mm. I think being able to like journey with someone for such a long time, be, be in a relationship with them for such a long time yeah. and then see them blow. Yeah. Both of you blow, like both of you do amazing, but one blows more than the other. Like how do you handle that in your friendship dynamic? Mm. And I think it's been done with so much like grace and elegance and just as an example of how friendship should be done. Like it doesn't come down to the accolades. It really comes down to the partnership and the, yeah. the friendship. Um, who else do I really admire in terms of friendship and like sisterhood? Venus and Serena Williams. Oh yeah. They're a pair, aren't they? Oh my God. They are a pair. Oh my goodness. They are a pair. Yeah. They? Yeah. yeah. That's like my, woo. Diva makes, Diva reminds me. There was a point where I was like, oh, I love me a bit of Michelle and Barack. But then I started watching Scandal. <laughs> Girl, nothing is, ever, in politics, no relationship is ever straightforward. I, said, I started watching Scandal. I said, Barack, what you got in their closet? <laughs> what you got in their closet? Honey. But what? they had a lot of pressure. I love Barack and Michelle I too. Oh, the Obamas. And to be honest, they are such a positive example. Mm. Like what we are able to see, mm. it appears as a very positive, positive example. Right? And I, I do accept it as such. Um, but again, it comes down to this nitty gritty of, I don't think anyone, no, no matter how positive, no matter how polished um, mm. and exemplary they are, I don't think they should be your relationship goal or your relationship idol. Mm. I think you can draw inspiration from yeah. them. And I recently did a chit chat, get ready with me on this very topic on my channel, yeah. talking about how I think it's nice to take inspiration and, you know, look at what other people have done in their relationship and say, how, how can I look at that and implement it into my life that makes it fit my journey and my way and kind of mm. recustomize things a little bit. Mm. But I don't think anyone's play for play relationship will ever be like yours. For sure, for sure. And you've got to accept that. Also a quick plug for Miss Courtney's YouTube channel. I know she ain't Hi. trying to do that but girl you know (laughs) yeah you better not even you can it's mandatory (laughs) but no definitely i definitely hear that Mm. i think it's a nice way into the whole discussion around relationship goals should we ever have them and in what context can they actually be helpful if you didn't grow up seeing healthy relationship and you have never seen an example of a healthy relationship in your real life yeah i think and i talk about relationship goals um specifically in the context of social media because it is very much hashtag relationship goals yeah however you can actually have relationship goals with people you have in your real life and Mm. i think that's actually more healthy for Mm. you than having uh, parasocial relationships with people who are in relationships and kind of idolizing them and seeking wisdom from them all the time Mm -hmm. i think it's good to get that picturesque inspiration Mm. um the date night ideas the conflict resolution ideas and people sharing their journey of we tried this we tried that this is what we did for anniversary i think those things can be cute however i think having in real life examples of people whose ups and downs you can see like both of those very contrasting situations and and circumstances I think it's important to have people who you can see at their best and their worst Mm. right and so having in real life relationship goals or in real life relationship examples I think is way more healthy for you um especially if you didn't grow up seeing that maybe from your own household or in your own family Mm. it'll be nice to draw on external examples to show you a it is possible but also to help you navigate a very uh challenging field of work which is relationships um i do think however i in the way that relationship goals have been done 
recently and I think the negatives that we see around it, I think we need to be careful because it can easily lead to comparison, jealousy, belittling the person that you are in a relationship with. Why don't you act like this person? Why don't you look like this person? Why don't you talk like this person? Why don't you act like this? Rather, and it's kind of a cop out because you're trying to fit this. We, We talked about this before, right? The first relationship goals is definitely Disney, right? Like Disney and their princess movies. Like absolutely love Disney, but like the the princess complex, right? The Disney complex Mm -hmm. of where's my Prince Charming in our case, or, you know, this is what being the perfect person looks like. And this is what the perfect love story looks like, Mm -hmm. right? And you can get it from books and just fantasy in general. It makes you fantasize about what your life and your love story should be. And as you then get older and you hold on to those ideas, if they don't get smashed by reality, even if they do though, you kind of have it inside of your heart that that kind of, even though things haven't been great for me, I'm going to find something perfect, that Cinderella complex. And then- Someone comes along and you just want them to fit into the fantasy you already have, yeah. right? It's relationship yep, goals yep, already. Yep, like yep, that's yep. what relationship goals yep. done. I've seen this person on social media. I've been following them for a long time. I just, the man that comes to me or the friend that comes to me, I just want them to fit into the image I already have. I'm already playing my life out in my head. I just need you to take up the role. What's the problem? The issue isn't you. You just got to act. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not here for you who you truly are. You're an actor. Okay. Mm -hmm. In my own Mm -hmm. fantasy, whether you are my friend, my partner, um, whatever it may be. And so I think navigating relationship goals, you have to be very careful about not creating these templates or these ideas in your mind that you make other people conform to because relationships really are all about the challenge to love somebody who doesn't conform to your idea of perfection because no one is perfect, right? So journeying with a friend, journeying with a partner, yes, you can have these examples, but examples aren't you're not meant to replicate examples, you know? That's what I'd say. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, Upvote on the, if you have zero examples of healthy relationships, Mm. by all means, find some kind of like- You need some. Indicators, right? Some indicators of what healthy relationships can Mm -hmm. look like. And I say that with um, reference to variety as well. Because I think Mm. sometimes the problem that I find with relationship goals is the entire pivot is around romantic relationships. 100%. And we often forget that we do need to set standards for our platonic relationships, for our parental relationships, for our professional relationships. Mm. So if we have multiple reference points. It's kind of like when you're writing an essay. An essay is made stronger by the amount of references that you have. It's made um, stronger by the amount of, you know, different sources that you actually Mm. um, Draw draw from. So sometimes relationship goals can be really toxic because Mm. our reference point is that of one and Mm. that of a very specific one, Mm. romantic. Um, And I also love the fact that you touched on the princess, the Disney complex, right? This whole idea that we're waiting for this. There's a lot of like, social reinforcement and mm. it really strips away your agency when it comes to defining what a healthy relationship yeah, looks like yeah. for you and with you in it because yeah. sometimes we can often idolize relationship goals with us apart from yeah. that building yeah. right so we now think that you know we're the girl in the relationship goals and we just need to find the right guy without doing any work on our Come part on. well 
Missy, the girl in the photos that you see doesn't look like you, doesn't sound like you, and doesn't even think like 100%. you. What makes you think that the only work that needs to be done is finding the correct guy and yeah. not becoming the correct woman? woman so it's that assumption as well. There's just so many issues, the lack yeah. of variety, the lack of like critical engagement with these relationship goals. And then because we have such high expectations for relationship mm. goals, when they don't fit our preconceived notion of how that goal is meant to play out or that relationship is meant to play mm. out, suddenly it's I don't believe in love anymore. Yes. Every yes, time we see yes. a divorce, oh. every time we see a breakup, it's a, I don't believe in love anymore. God. And I'm going to be a spinster for the rest of my, my life. life. And it's like, guys, don't be so stupid. Like, you can't put all of your hope on somebody yeah. who you don't know. Don't you. you don't know them. They, they don't, don't know, you. know you. They're not, hopefully, they're not living <laughs> out there, hopefully, because in the age of social media oh, you don't know people's intentions and bro. their motives they are not living out their relationship to please you right they are living out their relationship to hopefully make it work right and then if it doesn't work if they not necessarily fail but if the challenge is they can't they just can't make it work for whatever reason mm. what's that gonna do with you bro. i know you are right and this is why i think relationship goals can be dangerous because again relationships then become a commodity mm. and commodities are all about perfect items which are presented to solve a problem that you have in your life relationship someone else's relationship isn't going to solve any problem you have in your life Ugh. do you know what i mean like it becomes a commodity for entertainment but you can't then use that entertainment as my whole hope is riding on you it's like for example when we watch things like scandal and stuff yeah you might love Olivia Pope, but you know it's fiction, right? And whilst, yes, social media is inspiring and it's, it appears as reality, it's still a constructed reality. Oh. And so you have to be careful how much hope you put on that. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if, if you put all your hope on Olivia Pope because she's just boss-ass girl, I'm not going to lie to you, a couple things happened to her in Scandal that you... <laughs> let's 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 run with that because those that have been watching me on social media know that i've been obsessed <laughs> with calling out the nonsense of scandal recently because <laughs> some of you guys are trifling and you've had no one to tell nah, you you are actually so funny what? when i see your stories i'm like <laughs> hey i have been blocking left right and center all you lots that are back in fit fitzgerald grants but... no we're gonna get into it in this wait for me, wait for me. I love that you put that point out there because like building off of that point, relationship goals can compel you into actions that are extremely unhealthy mm. and put you in dangerous situations because you think that this is all part of the wider love story, yes, the narrative, yes, the yes. constructed fiction. Yes. So um, poison, um, struggle love, struggle love, right? You know, we, we got to travail even though <laughs> this man is an abuser or this yeah. lady is an abuser or so whoever is an abuser. Yeah. There's um, extramarital affairs that have been glamorized because relationship goals, which is why I say uh, scandal, scandalous, scandalous. Okay, that's not juicy. Scandalous, that's scandalous. Yeah. Okay, scandal. The perfume, the the scent is scandal. Okay, because we have this idea of you know this macho, this this love story, yeah. this you know Fitzgerald and yeah. Olivia, but Fitzgerald is married yeah. with three kids. Yeah. And he has been for the past decade. Yeah. And this kind of thinking, and this is very extreme, of course, and it's mm -hmm. dependent on the kind of person you are. But sometimes we think that 
our because of the kind of person we are we become mm. prideful into thinking that we'd never act in a certain mm. way but baby if the conditions are right you would fall we always say you just haven't been put in the right situation you haven't yet. been put in the right situation so this whole love story this whole you know stepping out on um a relationship because you're convinced even like some of the things that we say right don't let your boyfriend stop you from finding your, your husband, husband. And da, 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 da. We Christians here. Oh, if my if I ever see my next partner has retweeted, don't let your girlfriend stop you from finding your wife. Well, you about to meet Jesus. You about to the final boss. Forget wife. <laughs> I'm a hot for you to the Lord. I just say, go and meet your <laughs> yeah, your bridegroom. Your, <laughs> what you bride of Christ. You ain't getting a bride. You are gonna be you the bride of Christ. Hundred percent. Up heaven above. Because you are acting a fool. Acting up. So these kind of things can sometimes compel us or, you know, add fuel to the fire mm-hmm. that these things are okay. Yes. And even some relationship goals that we've normalized are very unhealthy. So, you know, all these rappers that be out here stepping out on Ride or die. Ride or die. My Guess what? I am neither riding nor dying. Neither of the two. My, my mother has labored. She will not labor in vain. My mom did not give birth to a fool. At all. That's for sure. I ain't a fool. Nope. So this whole idea of, you know adulterous love um you know hypersexualized love as well very unrealistic standards that we're putting on relationships too if he can't go seven rounds i'm not gonna be with him girl firstly you can't take seven rounds let's just be honest (laughs) (laughs) let's just be honest you huffing and puffing when you on time, girl. Some of Stop us are vixens in our minds. You know what I mean? We, we hey, can barely climb the stairs. You can I need to see you on a morning jog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Because <laughs> you have to match, innit? You can't be out here saying, I want this, I want this, I want this. Baby. You have to be honest, Baby, man. Baby, you can't squat Please. past parallel. Uh, <laughs> this is the thing, like a lot, a lot of, and this is the issue with like relationship girls yep. and relation romantic images and even pornography, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. get these ideas and these images of what you think should be normal, mm-hmm. and then you try to impose mm-hmm. them in your life. Mm-hmm. And you can't even match up. And now you have insecurities, yep. or now you've gone and given this person a false idea of who you are. And they've also <sighs> done the same to you. So now you are with a stranger, and they are with a stranger. stranger. You it can't work. It cannot work. It can't. It can't. And these, oh, we even, we very much need to inspect who are the people that we tout as like relationship goals. Yeah. Um, how do we interact with them? And it even begs my next question, mm. which is around the parameters of relationship goals and parasocial relationships. Mm. So one of the offsprings of relationship goals, and I guess just social media in general is yeah. once you put it out there, people are entitled to it. Yeah. To what extent do you think that this is true for relationships? Mm. And what are the dangers when we do not, or rather what are the dangers that appear when we allow online accountability to go unchecked? So. Alleged accountability, that is. I think unfortunately this happens because like we said, we love love. And so when you see a relationship, you become invested in it. Like you, when you see anyone and they're on a journey or they're doing something you find inspirational or interesting, you become invested in it. And now, like you said, you can become entitled to receiving updates, mm. to holding that person accountable and to a degree having an input on the direct in the, on the direction um, of where that relationship goes. Mm. What, 
you need to be careful about is realizing that relationships and romantic relationships specifically, but even platonic relationships Mm. aren't to be done for audience sake. A lot of marriages were actually saved by the fact that, and hear me out, don't hear what I'm not saying, that a lot of things were able to be dealt with in private, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or within the confines of a trusted, but very small privileged circle of people who could be aware of what was happening in the intimacies of that marriage, right? Or that relationship or in that friendship. If we're having a a, a problem as a friend, as friends, we go to our immediate friends who have access to that. We don't go and vlog about it. Do you get what I mean? If I'm having a problem with my partner, I need to go to our counselor. I need to go to maybe our pastor. I need to go to our Mm -hmm. parents. I don't need to do indirect tweets. And I'm not saying this to police what anybody does you do you boo however i think it can be the the reason why people can become entitled is because we drop the boundaries down so that they can have a front row seat to our relationships but relationships aren't necessarily meant for audiences because they're not performances they are fields of work Mm. and when you're working you don't necessarily need an audience right excellent Unless you're performing, that's what this you need an audience for. And then good. relationships become performative. Mm-hmm. A lot of the relationships mm-hmm. that we see on social media become performative. They don't necessarily love each other. They're yeah. not necessarily trying to know each other better. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to take their relationships on a story arc, which is entertaining, rather than actually on a journey, which is transforming, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we need to be careful when we are as viewers of relationships or friendships to to really give people their space and their boundaries. But sometimes that can be hard when they Mm. have kind of given you room to give your opinion, to give your input, to give your judgment. Oh, why did he talk to you like that in this video? Is there issues in your relationship? Why does she say that? Are you too upset? Uh, Is something going on? And then you have people in your partner's DMs talking about, she shouldn't have spoken about you. Are you happy with that picture she posted? And these are real things that are happening real things i don't think you two suit each other what's that one, got to do with that's you even how one to enter well your... enter do you ah. get what i mean and then you're here talking about my man cheated on me with a subscriber because this happened I'm, I'm not victim blaming i'm not saying this is your fault i'm saying these things can easily happen yeah. when the nature of your relationship is to let everybody in like yep, yep, there's yep. always there's this and that when people talk about like boundaries there's this analogy that they give in your house of, of, of a house mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. There are people you let stand on the street outside. There Sorry, are people. We got to stop. Exactly. You got excuse me. <laughs> Back it up. Back up. Get off my land. I don't even want to see you. Do you get what I mean? You can walk by. Don't be in my line of vision. <laughs> don't be in my line if of you vision. Stand on my grass. I'm calling the police. <laughs> that's that's just. There are people you want on the outside. Yeah. There are people you can allow on your porch yep. or in your uh, front garden. Yeah. There are people who you will allow in the hallway. There are people who you will let come into the living room. It's not everyone that you let into your kitchen. And it's certainly not everybody who you let into your bedroom. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yep, and I yep, think yep. when it comes down to relationships with the level of, int- I think relationship goals can sometimes cheapen the, the magnitude and the depths of what a relationship, especially a romantic mm, one is, mm, right? Mm, and our generation mm. in general is losing that kind of, 
I would say respect for relationships oh, and, and we, we, we're attaching less weight to it. And I think it can be dangerous because then we start cheapening it and we start treating it as it, as if it is a relationship is not something that is very precious to be protected. Mm. Right. And that's not to say, keep your secrets and stuff, but I don't know about y'all, but when I'm going through issues with anybody, it ain't everybody I can talk to it about. It's like I, I can't talk about it with everybody. Um, relationships in your uh, problems in your romantic relationship it's not everyone who could know who should know do you know i mean but when you live in a social media world the reason why people become entitled is because you let them know now they're in once you get me in your bedroom i ain't stepping out i like the i like what i'm seeing here this is this is juicy as your auntie a hundred percent your counsel and i'm here to give my opinion accountability that's the thing i think a lot of people have misunderstood that accountability is not always opinion or opinion is not your opinion does not always constitute as accountability accountability isn't something that just happened it's something that is welcomed if i ain't asked you to hold me accountable just because i showed it to you don't ask me about it unless there's abuse going on or unless there's actually some level of like toxicity that is necessary because i do think there's something to be said about leveraging the fact that some relationships are seen online yeah it does help a lot of women that are in abusive or yeah. toxic situations actually find community and yeah, people to kind true. of like engage with and offer yeah. support and all of that kind of stuff social media online kind of stuff in general great connector yeah but when it's the you know the pretty little comments yeah. when it's the um i'm minding my business and you've come to tell me <laughs> that you know you think my husband is hot and you think i'm butters or vice versa like, you could do better why did you even have to? If it's something you could not say to my face you could, as well, that's I'm, another thing. If you can't say it to my face, I don't want to hear it. And I, I mean, my face, look me in my look eye. Look me in my <laughs> eye and say it to me with your chest. What? Yeah. A lot of people, guys, like I love that accountability point that you met, you you mentioned, but a lot of people, guys, snarky, prideful comments. Yep. Yep. As accountability. I'm just looking out for you, sis. No, you're not. You're because a liar. you actually don't care. Like a lot of people, they don't care they don't. as much as they are suggesting that they do because why have you posed this comment as something to hurt my feelings why couldn't you message me privately that's another why thing. does it, this have to be done publicly people always do this in public and you know what's even funny again haha we're christians but it's actually a biblical principle, biblical principle. to engage with your brother privately. privately first and even if you are gonna take it a step further bring one or two highly regarded elders people who are like with wisdom and respect it ain't everybody who got wisdom or respect some some people are severely lacking at both severely i don't need your advice respectfully and i don't want it either this is between me and my me and mine me and mine the people (laughs) or if it is a concern if it is a concern well, maybe flag it in private that they should go and engage yeah. with people within their close circle yeah. about these issues. Yeah. Don't be out here calling people out and, you know, all this kind of stuff without understanding that the person you're engaging with is human. Yeah. Granted, there does need to be something said around the fact that content creators, social media, you know, vixens and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Not vixens. Vixens, because if you are going to air your ass online, you got to be prepared to deal You've with got the frostbite. Oh! 
come on. If you air it you're outside, you're gonna get cold. You're gonna get cold outside. It's windy. Your ass cheeks, <laughs> your ass cheeks are outside. A little bit of frost. It's because true. It's sad. And I think, you know, a lot of obviously a lot of the sisters that listen to this podcast are respectable, highly regarded women. <laughs> women of class and dignity. Such that when you see do- dirty laundry, you keep it a buck Mm-mm. and you move on. 100%. You might do a little oh girl that was bad but yeah, i'm going my business and i wish you all the best i pray for you in my secrets 100 percent. there are not all sisters that are like that there are some sisters that will use you airing your ass cheeks as an opportunity to catch you slipping to and laugh. Into, to laugh to air your nonsense yes. even further yes there's basically as a social media or content creator or as a producer, you should always be aware that there's going to be people that will not receive you well. 100%. And because a relationship, I mean, this is something that we get, right? We put our relationship online to an extent yeah. in the sense that we want to make sure that we can use our experiences, not necessarily just our relationship, but mm. our experiences, um, us, you know, glowing and growing, oh my God, um, as a basis for which other people can have long, hard conversations yeah. and with themselves but also with other people yeah. and their friends and sisters that comes with its consequences mm. right that comes with the fact that you know we've had to deal with changes in our relationship mm. that comes with the consequence of understanding that there are people that listen or watch us that don't like us there are people that you know will put for every 101 or 1001 positive comments there's going to be negative comments there's going to be folks you know who are in group chats that will be saying i don't like this person i don't like this sister she's chatting again about something she doesn't know anything about there's going to be you know a hater there's going to be folks that will smile at your face that low-key in the back of their mind they think you crazy and i hate you and that comes with the job. Let me know. So I do think there's something to be said about social media, content creators, even you people that have like social media just in general, you're not necessarily looking to become a celebrity mm. or like content, create content for like mass public consumption. You are creating something for consumption. Yeah. You have to be aware that when you put things out there, you cannot control the, the response. response. You can't. And you have to make your peace with that. Yeah, but you can control the story. Precisely. And as, as a content producer, as somebody who is very much so into storytelling and you too, mm, um, as a creator, know your message and stick to it. Yeah. Know your values and stick to it. I'm not saying to niche down. That's not what I'm saying. That's a marketing conversation. Bruh. What I'm talking about is for yourself, who are you? What are you trying to, stare, to share and stick with that? Do not ever create with the mindset of what is going to get views what are people going to approve of let everything you do and the way you construct things be driven from an internal motivation Mm -hmm. and internal understanding and a whole bunch of self-awareness right because everything that you produce you're producing it you're in control but once it gets out there the reception that's it like you said you have you cannot control that at all right this is why these movie studios spend years years planning scripting editing casting post like actually spending a lot of time to construct something they consider to be perfect Mm. before they release it but once this released there's always going to be someone who's who's got boo tomato (laughs) okay and they can't they can't do anything about it but at least they know they gave it their all and more importantly they told the story they wanted to tell in the way that they wanted to tell it and so i i have a big heart for creators as well i think it's important 
for you to know you are in control of the story and the narrative mm. here. You are in control of how much access you give people. As somebody who is very transparent online about their relationships and about their experiences, I am very conscious of you only know about me what I want you to know about oh, me. Oh, and you know what? Fanta- ah, we're flowing. <laughs> we're flowing. We're flowing. <laughs> we're flowing. We're flowing. Oh my gosh, how gracious. Um, that literally makes me think of the fact that understand that because there are, you know, when the nature of content creation is such that you control the narrative, Mm. understand as a consumer, when you're being manipulated, this is tight, bear with me. There are some folks that create content for your consumption because they intend to manipulate you. They want you to believe into, honestly, they want you to believe certain narratives, certain agendas, so they can market to you. And not in a way that's like, you know, I'm actively just trying to, you know, create communities and stuff like that. They're trying to market to you because they want your money. Mm -hmm. They're not, you know, working towards the betterment of relationships. They're literally, you know, milking the cash cow. How many like fake pseudo relationships have we seen break down? It's because they were never real relationship gurus. Gurus. The creation, listen, narratives, every good thing can become bad when wielded unwisely. Come on. There are many people who are wielding relationship goals, hashtag relationship goals, as a tool to give out bad advice. Mm -mm. There are many people who are, you know, using this as a means to increase their influence. Yeah. Increase their notoriety. Yeah. Increase their, you know, fame. Yeah. They do these things on purpose. There are people who are in fake relationships because they've got a new movie coming out. There are people who are in fake relationships because they've got a, you know, their mixtape is dropping. Yeah. There are people who are invested in constructing narratives so that they have communities behind them that they can now manipulate when it comes to some kind of, you know, market consumption. You as a consumer, you've got to be wise here. And this is something that we talk about in literally every single episode. Be discerning. Understand when you are being manipulated in what you're watching. Understand when you are not the audience. Understand Mm. when somebody is trying to force you to become their audience. Mm. Because it's not a coincidence that, you know, you're engaging with all of this relationship goals content and you start moving different. You start speaking different. You start saying things that are wild okay Mm-mm. you start having expectations of you know men and women and they are on like realistic and unbelievable yeah it's because you're being manipulated oh, come on if there's one thing that i really want to like drive home for a lot of sisters stop allowing yourself to be manipulated Please. this is where critical thinking comes in yeah think about what you're consuming think about who you're consuming what's the intention behind the narrative yeah because there are some Folks who have, you know, very public relationships and they're very, you know, transparent about their journeys that are doing it because you can see there's something in their heart there Mm. to promote healthy functioning relationships. Mm. There are others who are doing this because they know that they can manipulate you and they can actually raise capital off you. Not just capital in terms of, you know, financial capital, but they actually want your minds, your hearts and your souls invested in these stories. Invested in these images and this is why idols are so problematic it means you Mm -hmm. become invested and you begin to even worship Worship. and that is the real issue there are people that are you know using relationship goals as a function or rather as a facilitator of worship to boost their own ego there we go very very 
Careful. Shine your eye. Go back to our conversation about Shine your little eye. Mr. Derek Jackson. Oh, where honey. we were talking about creators, influencers, and gurus. Be very careful if somebody preys on your pain. Mm-hmm. If somebody is trying to pull you into a community where the only thing everyone has in common and is bowing down to and is surrounded and underpinned by is past trauma because trauma is a hell of a bonding force ah uh, that's really bondage that's your bound hell of a bonding force a lot of people are not living what it is they are saying because they know what they are saying it's what's keeping you there what they're Bruh. living is what would drive you away so they would not show you how they live however they are living in a way that prospers them they're uh they're talking in a way that is killing you Boy, be very careful because a lot of people do not drink the poison that they're dishing out. Come on. They don't. And I can be very honest with you in saying as somebody who's into production, media, stuff like that, it is easy for someone to get on a microphone here and not take the medicine that they administer. Mm. That's because they know it's poison. Mm, 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 mm. Every time we come on this podcast, let me just be transparent. We have been very challenged by some of the things that come out of our own mouths. (laughs) Bruh, sometimes we'll be having a tough time and have to go listen to one of our episodes be like, damn. And now because we said it, we have to do it. Because if we're living contrary to the things that we say, we are hypocrites. Mm-hmm. And also we are being, um, we are pushing people down a road that we are not willing to go down. And yep. whilst the things that we say are quite healthy, I'd like to think, it. the reason why we know what to say is because we've experienced what we say. And if we haven't yet, then we're going to go down that road. However, there are a lot of people who will tell you to do things which they have not done or tell you to stay somewhere that they have left. A lot of people have created podcasts around breakups, around pain, around tragedy, but they're not there anymore. But they know that's where you are. And they would like to keep you there because where you are, you're vulnerable. You need someone and they get to be that someone, right? Right. Be careful because a lot of gurus, and unfortunately, and this could be in any lane, right? And this mm. is issue sometimes with coaches, mm. gurus, experts. They don't want you to get healed. They don't want you to become an expert because you won't need them anymore. Mm. And mm. they would rather hold the place than to see you flourish. Be careful. Be very careful. Jeez. That's all I'm going to say. There are people capitalizing on your pain. It's predatory. It's really predatory. They are, they're not trying to help you graduate. That was what was literally on my mm. mind. Because there's with the TMS podcast, right? We, our vision, our aim is we don't want you to want us anymore, if that mm. makes sense. There will come a time. We need you to we, need us. We are like, TMS is so much bigger than us and our faces. Big as time. much as, you know, we come on here looking pretty and cute and whatnot, you know, we try. <laughs> <laughs> TMS is not TMS without the people. Yes. And we want TMS to stand the test of time yeah. and the test of people. The, Be wary the folks that are building things that are precipiced upon them. Mm. When they are the rock on which the thing stands. <laughs> hey, you already have seen that people are useless. People Relationships are, are flying. People left are right. terrible. Fam. We are terrible. Your vision needs to be built on something that is not made from you. Yeah. And if everything they have built are is literally around them, yeah. everything that they say and not necessarily what they do, yeah. everything that they say, cough Kevin Samuels, um, <gasps> everything that they they say, but do do not do, 
Okay, that's even, yo, do you know what? I think we should definitely give like a really quick list of mm. things to watch out for when it comes to relationship goals mm. and when it comes to so um, just generally like predatory content. Yeah. How do sisters avoid it? How mm. are they, how can they be, you know, wiser when they're consuming content? Mm. Um, and how can they make the decision in a careful, considered and measured way yeah. to actually consume? Like, how do they go about it? Because yeah. then there's also the argument of some folks are like, no, we got to listen to this content to make sure that we know what exactly predatory or toxic behavior. Are you, and mad? <laughs> Are you mad? It's like people that tell me I need to go through something painful so that I can gain wisdom. Are you sick? I don't ever want it. I will never say that prayer. I can tell you that. For God, me. God, break me. What? God forbid. <laughs> God what? humble me. Uh? I think not. Do you know what it's like to have the creator of the, the universe humble you? Why don't you humble yourself? Ah, that, that, in fact, that's Why don't you realize that you that's are a broken? Command. That's a command. The <laughs> Lord said, humble, humble yourself, yourself before I get there. Because when I get here, there. Begging for struggle. Oh, God forbid. Anyway, back to the question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how do in we avoid of, How do we avoid it? Okay, one, does this person live what they say? Mm. Right? Do mm-hmm. they take their own advice? Two, what is the heart of this person? I know you can't know a person fully through a computer screen 100%, but you know when someone gives you a bad vibe, your intuition, something's off, okay? And be careful when doing this because sometimes you also have to be self-aware enough to inspect issues within you that are making you feel that. So if you listen to someone, it's like, you feel these feelings of maybe jealousy in comparison. That's a you issue, baby. Mm. But if you're listening to someone and you're like, why do I feel like you think you're better than me or better than most people? Put that content aside, right? Somebody else needs to go pick up that one, okay? Um, what is the heart of this person? Number two, has is this person, has this person, and it goes back to point number one, has, do they live what they say? But has this person passed through what they, they're talking about and succeeded at it? Mm. Or are they currently in the process of doing it? Yeah. Don't listen to people who position themselves as experts on something that they are very much novices or beginners or not even entered into. Do you get what I mean? So that's another red flag, I would say. If you're not doing it, why are you advising me on it? Kind of thing. Or if you haven't done it, why are you advising me on mm-hmm. it? Um, another thing about, I think, Uh, I would highlight in terms of predatory behavior is, is the thing this person is doing, does it add value to you Mm -hmm. or is it just profitable for them? Mm. Just think about it, right? Like, for example, relationship channels that have a lot of prank videos. Why? Not because it's not, it's providing entertainment for someone. I I get it. I was hoping that we could do some. What? Prank Some videos. Prank videos, yeah. I'm not going to let you funny. do that to me. <laughs> 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 but it's not It's not about the genre. Pranks can be funny. Do you yeah, get what I mean? Yeah. I think it's more so about when they start faking. No, when they start faking the pranks, right? Now you're just trying to take me for a fool. I don't like it. It's not even good. It's not yeah. even well constructed. Yeah. So I think for me, I would inspect what are the intentions behind the content. That's it. For like sure, for, for me, sure. it's all about intentionality. Something can still be off tune and it can still be, you know, that didn't land quite right. Or, you know, that was that missed. Do you know mm. what I mean? But if your intention behind what you said, what you did is a pure heart, even if I might not understand it, even if it's just a pure heart, 
calm. Like Honestly. I, it's not for me. But I wouldn't say you're you're somebody people shouldn't follow or that you're toxic. Do you get yeah, what I mean? I think yeah. a toxic creator is somebody who was doing this to boost their own ego and boost their own pride. Now, not every channel you're gonna see this from because not everyone is a like a a person who talks directly to camera, for example, like I do on my channel or like you do with your optimize me with Renee, which you should subscribe to, right? I think it's different when you've got like a, someone like Shonda Rhimes or mm, Issa Rae mm, who mm, stands behind, behind cameras. Do you get what I mean? Like constructing a story. You don't know where that person's heart is, but you love their content because it's providing you with entertainment. Yeah. So I would even say, even if you don't know whether someone is toxic or not, because we're not doing this episode to make you suspicious of creators. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Or to make you suspicious of the content that you consume. Absolutely not freely consume and be entertained by the plethora of amazing content that is on the digital uh in the digital space however step back and ask yourself how am i using this content and what influence is this content having on my life that's all i would say does this make me feel belittled Mm. does it make me feel discouraged Mm. does it make me feel as though um what i am doing is not enough like i am not enough Mm. does it make me hostile towards the actual people who are in my real life does it make me despise the things that i have um or does it inspire me does it give me education does it actually yeah entertain me it makes me laugh it fills up my time but do i leave feeling like my soul has been depleted ask yourself what is my response to the content that i am watching because even good content can be bad for you yeah right you might not need to be watching all the wedding videos right now sis because you your head might not be in the right space Bro, you ain't even been on a date in like six months and and what are your feelings towards the fact that you haven't been on a date in six months you get what i mean so if you're feeling like i haven't been on a date because valentine's day is coming up yeah so i haven't been on a date in six months i haven't been in a relationship in five years whatever it mm-hmm. might be how do i feel towards that if I'm feeling like it's kind of making me feel insecure, it's kind of making me feel inadequate, it's making me question my beauty, why am I going to go and watch all these pretty girls get ready to go on dates? It's not that the content is bad. It's not that the creator is bad. Yeah. It's just that this isn't good for me right now, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it takes a level of self-awareness because it's easy to, every creator, like you always says, has their audience. You just might not be their audience right now. Or even if you are their target audience, you just might not need to watch. And that's okay. <laughs> that you can't control. Okay. You really cannot control what's created, but you can control what's cre- how you consume and mm. what you consume. You can so take it, today. I'm really thank you, girl. So take time to strategically and wisely consume based on your level of self awareness, yeah. based on what your vision for your own life, mm-hmm. but also based on your own compassion towards yourself. Don't mm-hmm. expose yourself to something that you know is going to make you feel or be worse. Do you know what I mean? If you are super depressed, don't go. And watch a video of someone who's also very depressed and down in their dumps do you get what i mean like surround yourself with some uplifting content you yeah, know if you're yeah. don't go and watch a sad film do you get what i mean like just don't go and make it worse yeah you know them ones where you put on you know drake's album yeah, you take get what care I mean? like i'm i'm here listening to all the slow songs if you're heartbroken don't now go and put on loads of heartbreak music it Bruh. has its time and its period but if you are trying to move on from that place mm. and you have a desire to move on or to heal or to whatever yeah. expose yourself to content that will aid in that in that reparation in that um healing 
don't go and derail yourself. You know, if you are somebody who you know you idolize relationships yeah. a lot, it's all you think about. All you think about is when am I going to get married? When am I going to have kids? Oh my God, everyone is getting married. I'm starting to feel jealous. I'm starting to feel like there's something wrong with me. Why do you keep watching all of these wedding videos? Why do you keep following all these? Why are you following Bella and I just still? Stop it. It's not that the pages are bad. It's not good for you. Mm. Accept it. Be self-aware so enough good. to accept it. So good. Yeah. How Jeez. about you though? What are your uh, content red flags? Yeah. Um. I think pretty much everything that you've said. Mm. I think the only thing I would add is some kind of clear line of accountability. Mm. All creators must have, and it doesn't necessarily need to be like flaunted online. It doesn't have to be, this is my accountability measure. <laughs> this is my mentor. <laughs> this is the person I've set up to be. Yeah. An, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. But for example, I can use TMS as... um. To, to illuminate the point mm. we're here talking about our experiences about friendship and all of that good stuff but we have a wider group of friends that we can actually go to and be like yo what did you think about that yeah. or is it okay if we do this or like what are your thoughts on this so we have that wider accountability yeah. we also you know again hi we're christians we go to church we have our pastors that we yeah. can go to and um talk about not just like the podcast itself but also the content life. that we actually share life all of that kind of stuff are we living up to what we are preaching this we have it. people that you know it's always good to have something or someone to show the standard back yeah. at you because for a lot of like creators and just people in general sometimes we can stray so far down in pursuit of the vision that mm. we lose sight of the vision mm. itself and we need not just ourselves to remind us we need somebody else 100%. to remind us and to show us that we're actually on the right path or maybe we veered slightly adjacent yeah. or maybe we're kind of off the path when creators create the um impression that they're above accountability mm. that's when it becomes a problem Ooh, any kind of impression point. that there is no accountability whatsoever yeah. in their life any kind of assumption that they are the defining authority on a matter without mm. references as well if there's no kind of reference if they have no accountability and no reference it's a no from me dog Ooh. It's a no from me. I, I think one of the, another like really clear example is like fitness industry, yeah. right? There's some content creators that I watch and I'm like, yeah, you, you have accountability. You, you do your research. Yeah. You do your homework. Some of you will come and say to do all sorts of nonsense, do a headstand for 10 days in order to <laughs> um, be in the best shape of your life. And I'm just like, but where did you get this mm. from? So related to the accountability point, funnily enough is, how well researched is the information yeah. that they're giving you? Yeah. What is actually, what are the examples that they're drawing from? And if it's not from real life, is it backed up? Mm. Like, is there a wealth of knowledge in this specific niche mm. that I can go to? Are there other creators within that space that I can go to and hear similar things yeah. in a different story? Yeah. So when I think of even like um, beauty industry, mm. right? I am a lady of color. Mm. If I see one babe showing a particular color of foundation and she's like, oh, this is great for, you know, POC. Yeah. And all the other babes in the beauty industry that this are similar trash, color said, this is giving pastel. <laughs> okay, this is giving ash. <laughs> Dusty. Casper. Yeah. It means, sis, I know you're being paid mm, by someone to say something mm. or your credibility dips. Yeah. So check for credibility. What are others, Ooh. other credible voices saying on particular matters that you're listening into? Yeah. Thinking about like gossip channels as well, then blog channels. 
Oh, I think you should avoid them totally because I have no, I just, I don't understand why anyone should find themselves on any of these challenge, these channels where they just come together to talk about other people online. Oh my God. This is given, you, you know, know, you can be prosecuted for that. There and is there is an ongoing case. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cardi B actually, because that's a very me kind of move. Absolutely. You can, I go through you character. can talk to my lawyers and I will sue you. I will. I don't care how much they charge you it i will take your house i will take everything run your mouth again let me see you try <laughs> see you try let me see you try coming together like you know spinsters to come and gossip about somebody online eh? talking about somebody's marriage talking about somebody's you know health concerns it's things like oh i'm just gonna say it things like the shade borough yeah the shade whatever the shade insert whatever you want to call it the shade hive oh the shade gosh. room the shade house <laughs> the shade house you know that it's shady because it's got shade inside it but you think yeah. and i like the you know sometimes we indulge in these things right when we come across it but if you following following <laughs> that is a red flag in of itself that's if you're following any um content that is created to speak badly about people mm. that is probably the biggest mm. red flag for me mm. if all they do is talk down without yeah. uplifting yes. because there's a way that you can do it right there's a way that you can pull people out on their nonsense 100%. which is something that we do on this podcast all, all the, the time. time and we pull ourselves on our own nonsense there's been times many times where we tell you about our shortcomings mm. our shortfalls there's listen we're not perfect people just to put that out there again just so that you we're know not, we're really not. yo we're your sisters but like your real life sisters and mm -hmm. brothers we are not perfect there are are things that we do that we right there are things that we do that we mess up and there's things that we're going to do that we're going to mess 100%. up on and we're not above reproof we're not above accountability and we have those structures in place and lord knows we're going to continue building them because as tms grows bigger and bigger yes. that means the stakes are bigger and bigger Ooh, which means that are we high. are the stakes are high and we're ready to dedicate ourselves listen this glowing and growing journey is not just for you sisters or <laughs> It's for us too, oh, as we're building this thing, okay? It's for us too. We're glowing and growing yeah. because we want to make sure that the things that we build do exactly what it says on the, the tin. tin. This is a community we're yeah. building. We're not above accountability. We're not above reproach. There are, you know, certain things that we're trying to do yeah. that require us to have higher levels of accountability. Higher, like we've spoken about even in our own glowing and growing journeys, yeah? Mm -hmm. The amount of times we felt like our character has been really pruned. Mm. We've gone through a real journey of spiritual and mental development. Mm. And it's not because of us. It's because of you guys. Mm. We're doing and investing in ourselves so we can yeah. invest in you. Yeah. Not just take from you as some content creators do. Mm. Not just um, take from others in order to give to you. Because yeah. that's another thing that Ooh, other people Robin do. But they're doing a Robin Hood. <laughs> where they're, you know, defaming people's characters. Yeah. Breaking up people's families as a means of entertainment yeah. and sports for us other people we're not takers we're givers but in order to do that we need to make sure that there's structures in place to allow us to invest in ourselves yeah. to invest in you yeah so it's important that the content since if we're going to do this together we can't be riding with folks that are doing this kind of nonsense yeah you can't be you can't be expecting people like us you can't be expecting all the wonderful and amazing content creators that you listen to you engage with you watch and love to invest in you if you're not going to do the work outside of that to invest in yourself come on the journey like literally starts at the end of yeah. this podcast 
that every single yeah. podcast episode you listen to, the journey begins at the end. Yeah. Many of you think that you listen to this podcast and think, oh, I feel amazing and empowered. And we want you to feel that way. We love that for you, sis. Yeah. But the moment that this podcast episode ends, it's on you. We Listen, we upload uh, an episode weekly, yes, right? Yes, we do. With as much effort. With as, as much effort. <laughs> ah. We've been here. <laughs> Yo, we've been putting in work. And we love what we do, but we've been putting in work. Yeah. You need to match us now. Baby, this this ain't, and this ain't Monopoly, baby. This is poker. This is Blackjack. <laughs> this is Blackjack. Okay, you got to match us. Match that energy, okay? <laughs> weekly. We put it out weekly on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Many of you listen to it on a Sunday evening, sorry. Many of you listen to it on a Monday morning and some of you early on in the week. Once you finish um, listening to this episode, yeah. you've got the rest of the week to enact yeah. it. You've got Do the rest something. of the week before the next episode comes. Clean then the next episode, feed, clean it up. Pack it feed. in. Stop indulging in this nonsense. Mm. Okay? You're consuming rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Yeah. And once so you have good. consumed... Listen, when we think of food, yeah, food is not just something that we do to like, oh, it tastes nice. Yeah. Food fuels us. Yes. In the same way that content fuels us. Mm, what mm, is fueling mm. you? Yeah. What are you allowing to fuel you? Good. Don't just consume and be mindless about your consumption. So good. Really think about what you're consuming. Consume well. So and once you're finished consuming well, you got to go. It means action, yeah. baby. Yeah. That's the nature of fuel. We it put fuel in cars. Action. Cars need to go. Yeah. Don't be, listen how many cars listen listening to all of these episodes and like listening to content without doing something afterwards is like sitting on a full tank of gas and going nowhere come on that is is your car word. broken oh that is a word you're so spot on so even in the in the area of relationship goals sis take this week to really inspect where are you putting false expectations on people where are you putting false expectations on yourself because right. a lot of us are forcing ourselves to show up as somebody we are not boy yet okay what are the what are the journey or what are the things that you need to do to improve yourself as a sister as a friend as a partner as a daughter as a, we always probe you with these episodes to become stronger in your community but outline to yourself what needs to be done what act, what do i need to do and start working on that this week you know it could be you know what i need to start reevaluating my goals i need to start pouring into me so that i can pour out for others i need to actually because some of y'all been pouring into yourself a little too much oh honey i need to start pouring into others <laughs> the best way honestly the, the giving that's something that yes. especially this year we're so hot yeah. on. like we are so hot on giving because in this leveling up journey it can be so me 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 invest in me 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 consume for me 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 but to what end? To what end? Because beyond you, there's other people in this world. Yeah. And you're going to die. When you die. Sorry to tell you. I'm sorry in case you did not know. <laughs> we need to give. Mm. Sometimes it's not about receiving. Sometimes it's not about investing it's in yourself. Sometimes you. it's about giving. And giving often gives the most exponential returns. Yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. Give. Ooh. follow us on instagram yeah. same handle at to my sisterhood come and say hello to your wonderful sis miss at cd boateng and come and say hello to your wonderful sis over here at renee kapuku yes and wish her a massive happy birthday yeah, when thursday rolls do. around but sisters we have loved having you around here okay follow us on twitter at to my sisterhood as well we hope you have an amazing week ahead of you go and smash those goals and Let's go, go and get closer to that vision okay mm. we will see you next week and as always keep glowing and growing
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.